Today's daf is daf Samach Aleph. We're starting three lines from the bottom of Samach Hamad Beis. We left off yesterday with a Shiloh that we wanted to know. We know the Mishnah made it clear that if you said uh, you're making a neder that you're not going to drink or taste wine Hayom today, so Hayom, the duration of the day ends at Seisakachavim, right? You said, uh, uh, which means, but if you said, one day, then you gotta go a full 24 hours, you're going out a lot of drink wine, until the time, a day later, that you said it. Well, we left, we had a Shiloh, we didn't bring a proof for it yet, is what if you never said, you didn't use the, uh, uh, the term, Hayom, and you didn't use the term, Yom Achas, you just used the word Yom. Harakonim shani toem yom. Is yom, when you say the word yom, is that referring to hayom, which then is only limited till tseisagachavim, or is yom considered like yom achas, which means a full 24 hours? And we try to bring proof one way or the other. So what the Gemara now is going to try and bring a raya from a uh, situation not using the word yom, but using the word shana. But from the way it uses the word Shana, it wants to then try bring a proof for our Shaila So what does it say in the Bryce? It says, Amarav Ashi Tashma, come and listen. Let's see if we can bring a proof to our Shaila. It says, The person says, so the way the Bryce is written, he says that I make a neder not to drink wine, Hashana. So Shashana means for this year. And it's Abra Hashana. Let's say that year, the Chachamim decided on uh, those days it wasn't a fixed calendar till, uh, until Hillel in the, in the, uh, in the fifth century came along, Hillel Hashemi. And so in those days they used to do it, Alpi the Adim, and they decided that year that it's time to make a second Adar. So that year is going to have 13 months instead of 12 months. So he said, I'm not going to drink wine the way it's written this year. This year means he has to now for 13 months He's got to keep that 13th month. He has to include that 13th month because that's still part of this year. When you make an other shady and that pushes everything off by one month, that's this year. He's not allowed to drink wine, including the uh, extra month. Right? He's also for this year, and with the additional year. Now, Hechidami, now the one who what exactly was his terminology when he made that nether? If it's the way it's written, where he specifically said, Shana, uh, Shana Zu, right? If he said, uh, oh, Hashana, he said this year, right? Hashana is like Shana Zu, so then, Lama Lilamer, what's the Chedesh? Obviously, if he said this year, he's obligated to keep the 13 months of this year, it's all part of this year. The fact that two Adars doesn't make it not part of this year. That 13th month is part of this year. So what's the purpose of having such a price? So Elohim says, the case must have been that he just said, he never said Hashan, he said Shana. He said, Right? And what do we see? That when you say Shana, it doesn't mean that you go uh, 365 days what Shana means is, it means this year. This year means you're including the additional month. Now, if Shana means this year, including this additional month, then Yom, which was our Shaila yesterday, would have the same din. The same way Shana was saying has the same din as Shana Zu. 
So Yom will have a din of Yom Zu, and therefore it'll go until nightfall and not have to go 24 hours. That's the proof the Gemara wants to bring. So Gemara says like this, Elulav is the Amar, is it not talking about a case we said the word Shona? Alma, you see Shona has the same status as Kahash Shona or Shona Zed, it's the same thing. It's like this year, Kahash Shona Dami. For Yom, and therefore the same thing by Yom. Nami, Dine, Kahayom, Dine, like today, like this day. And therefore, he would only have to go until nightfall, even if he only used the word Yom, without the modifier, Yom Zu, Yom Zel, Kahayom. It's not the same thing as Yom Achas. So when says no Raya, Loi. Loi, Lam, Dama, Hashana. The case was where he said Hashana. This year. So you're going to ask the question. He said, this year obviously has to keep the extra month. So what is going to say, no, it's not so partial. Why is there a Kiddush? Because the guy was at the beginning of the year, right? Let's say the guy was at the beginning of the year before the Chachamim decided to add the extra month. They added the extra month. As long as they, they can add it, add it all the way up before, before, uh, until, into Adar, they can add the extra month. So they decided to add the extra month only after he made the nether. So you might think when a guy, even though he said, I'm making a nether for this year, in his mind, most people think when you say this year, it's a 12-month year we're talking about, not a 13-month year. So you might think, therefore, in such a case, so you're going to have everything pushed up, so therefore normally you go all the way to Rosh Hashanah, which includes Elul. Maybe this guy doesn't have to count Elul. Why? Because since he made the net before they added the extra month, even though he said this year, and you say, of course, this year includes the extra month, but maybe not in his mind, because he didn't know that there was an extra month at the time he made it. The Chiddush is, doesn't matter. If you're saying this year, you're taking into account it might mean the extra month, and since it might mean the extra month, it's included in it, and that's the Chiddush. So you can't bring me a raya from our Shiloh where you said just the word Yom or Shana on its own we don't know what the halacha is it like Yom Zeka Hayom or is it like Shana Achas we don't know so my understanding you might have thought hey look Acha Rova Shana you have to go by the majority of the years and the majority of the years it does not include the extra month and therefore you wouldn't have to worry about it. even if you said Shana Zui you wouldn't have to worry about that last month Kamash Malan teaches me that he does Okay, therefore, the Shiloh we started yesterday, when you said to which uh, Yom on its own, is a vital or ifshit, so the Ram says that since we don't have a, shi- a, 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 a resolution to the Shiloh, you have to go lechumra, you have to be strict, that if you said Yom, it has a din, a status of Yom Achas, and not of a din of Yom Ze'el Kehayom. All right, Iboilu, the Shiva had another Shiloh. The Shiloh hinges on the following question. We know that in the Shemitah, there's seven Shemitah cycles. You have, uh, you have every six years, and there's a Shemitah, and other six years. What happens after seven cycles of Shemitah, then comes a Yovel. Yovel is the 50th year, and the Yovel is like a super Shemitah. It has, it's also got the same halachas as Shemitah, but it has additional halachas that have either abut and go free, and there's things that happen in the Yovel as well. The question is going to be that if a person said, and the Gers of the Ram says, the right understanding over here, we're talking about a case where he said, uh, the person said, Yovel Zeh. He said, I'm not going to drink, for this Yovel cycle, I'm not going to drink wine. So the question is, does that include the 50th year? That, the, the 50th year at the Yovel. Do we view that Yovel as a culmination of this cycle, series of sevens? Or is it really viewed as the beginning 
of the next cycle. And we're going to see why it's such a Shiloh. We'll see there's actually information that we're going to add to it that's going to sweeten the question. We'll see why this is a Shiloh. But obviously it means the question is, on the oval, can he drink the wine? Or he's not allowed to drink the wine until that oval, that 50th year, is over. So that's the Shiloh, the Bnei Shiva raid. The Bnei Shiva has the following Shiloh. Amr Yain Shani Toem Yovel. Now, the Ron points out, it can't just be where he said the word Yovel, because that would be like the case of Yom, or the case of Shana, which we said we don't have a resolution for. So he's talking about it, we said, he, he said Yovel Zeb. That, that's the case over here. He's talking about, we said Yovel Zeb. This Yovel isn't include that 50th year. My. Shnas Chamishim, Kalifnei Chamishim. Do we say the 50th year belonged to the cycle like the years up to leading up to the 50th year, 1 through 49, clearly is this cycle. So that 50th year is part of the cycle. Or do we say the 50th year actually belongs to the next cycle? Now why would you think that? If I would ask anybody on the street, what is the Yovel? Do you understand the Yovel is a culmination of this cycle is the beginning of the next cycle? The simple answer would seem to be that the Chorah is a culmination of this cycle. Why is there a Havamina that it should be considered the beginning of the next cycle. And the Gemara is going to say because there is a fundamental machlokus in understanding how to count the Yovel between the Yehuda and the Chachamim. And actually, this lead goes, this goes down all the way to a machlokus between the Rambam and some of the other uh, poskim, how to paskin the halacha. Now, this has huge, huge implications because we're going to see the machlokus of Yehuda and the Chachamim are like this. The Chachamim say, like we would have thought, how do you count the Yovel? You count 49 years. The 50th year is the Yovel. Now, what's the, what's the year after the 50th year counted? Yeah, but what is accounted? What is it? That's how the Chachamim say. That's what you would thought. That Yovel like a buffer between the two, but Yovel really is the combination of the forty-nine, fifty, and then you, the clock on the year after Yovel starts year one. Rabbi Yehuda's shita is Yovel serves two, uh, wears two hats. It's considered year fifty. But it's also year one of the next cycle. Now you can hear why you might think that the person says, I'm not going to drink the iron. This Yovel, he doesn't mean year 50, because year 50 actually is considered to be the onset of the next year of the cycle. That, now, how to Paskin Halacha makes a huge difference, because then it messes up the whole Shemitah. If you Paskin like Rabbi Yehuda, which the Rambam does, then his whole cycle of counting is different than the way you're going to have if you're Paskin like the Chachamim. That's a huge, huge debate, how to Paskin in the, um, in the postgame. So let's see. Toshimah, come and listen to Sanya. We learned in the price of Plukter, Yehuda, and Rabbonin. There is a Machlok, Yehuda, and Rabbonin. The Pesach says, V'kidash, the Mishnah, the Chamishim, Shonah, that the Tanakhama says, the Pesach says clearly, that you sanctify the 50th year as the Yovel. You count the 50th year specifically as year 50. They had to read this a little tricky. You don't read the 50th year as well as Ba'achas as one. Means it's only as 50, but it does not have dual functions. It's only 50, but it's not year one. Mikan Amru, from here the Chachamim said, that the Yovel doesn't count as one of the seven years of the next 
Shemitah cycle. Rabbi Yehuda disagrees with Rabbi Yehuda. I'm a Yehuda, a minion Shavua, that Rabbi Yehuda counts this year 50, but it also has a dual uh, function that counts as year one of the next cycle. Now we understand. That's why there was a Shiloh. Do we say that when you said, I'm not going to drink wine, this Yovel, does it mean including the Yovel, not including Yovel? Because according to Yehuda, it's very easy to think that the Yovel really belongs to the next cycle, not to this cycle, and therefore it would not be included in my nether. I would be able to drink wine already year 50. That was the Shiloh that the Bnei Yeshiva raised. Now the Gemara now continues with the Machlokas Tanoyim, Again, the Chachamim hold that year 50 is only year 50, the next year begins year 1, where according to Yehuda, year 50 is year 50, and it's also considered year 1, and the next year is actually considered year 2. The Gemara says the Chacham had a Shiloh, had, 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 had a Kasha on Rabbi Yehuda. What's the Kasha? So I'm the Rabbi Yehuda, the Chacham says Rabbi Yehuda, the Pazik says clearly that what is the nature of, of the, of the six-year cycle before a Shemitah, so Sheishon in Tizra, you're allowed to plant for six years, Tizra Sadecha, uh, uh, right? You're allowed to work the land for six years, cultivate those six years, and the seventh year you have to rest. That comes out according to you, in a case where there's a Yovel, you don't get to cultivate the land for six years. Why? Because since year one is a, was a Yovel, so then you only got five years of that cycle that you can cultivate the land. If you're counting the Yovel, which has the laws of Shemitah, the restrictions of Shemitah apply on the Yovel, and the next year is considered year two, it comes out that Shemitah cycle, you only got five years to work the land. You didn't get six years to work the land. The Pazik says unequivocally, six years you will be able to work the land. Clear either or not? If it is, if it is concluded, if it's considered as the first year, which means the first year of the next cycle you can't work because right. it's Yovel. So it comes out that year, you don't get to work so the land for six years. One in seven, you can't work. One, right, so that, that's the one thing. The says six years you be able to work. Now the way the Chachamim counted, it's not a problem, because they say that after the Yovel, you start year one. So you're always going to have six years that you can work the land. That's the question the Chachamim asked of Yehuda. So one says like this, the Chor of Enkan El according to you, there's only five. So Amalahem, he pushed back, he says like this, according to your words, I'm going to ask, using your logic, I'm going to ask you a question. We know the Pasuk says like this, the Pasuk is talking about the standard Yovel situation, right? So you have over here year six. So you're coming to year six, and I know next year I'm going to, I'm not going to be able to cultivate. Now, that's a, that actually affects you two years. If I'm not able to work the year six, not only can I not benefit from my cultivation of year six, but I'm really not going to be able to benefit from my cultivation for year seven. Because if I never planted anything year six, then I'm not going to have anything... I'm sorry, not only am I not going to be able to have anything for year seven, year six, I'm allowed to work the land, but I'm not going to have anything for year seven. I'm also not going to be able to have anything for year eight, because if I didn't work the land of... Forget about Yovel. Regular. In a regular situation, if you don't cultivate... The, uh, the, the, the end of the year before, you're not going to have any food the next year. So it's going to really knock out year 7 and year 8. Hashem says, not a problem. I'm going to give you bracha, that when you plant and cultivate on year 6, where the food you make on year 6, you know how many years it's going to last? It's going to last 3 years. What's going to cover you? It'll cover you for year 6. It'll cover you for year 7. 
and it'll cover you for year eight. eight. Which so you'll is get the first year of the next Shemitah. Correct. Now you'll get you'll get food for three years. So now, asks of Yehuda. Now let me ask you guys a question. When there is a yovel, right? When there is a yovel, it comes out. You're going to have a problem here for more than two years of not having food. You're going to have three years you can't have food because what happens is like this: year six you plant. Your seven is a Shemitah, you cannot plant. Your eight, I cannot plant, which means I'm only going to be able to start planting year nine, which means in such a case, I'm going to have to have blessing for four years in order to buy, ca- carry me through, which is the halach, which is the, the, the way the Chacham interpret. So even though the Pasuk says that when you plant in year six, you'll have blessing for three years, that's referring to most years. It's not referring to the situation when what? When there is a yovel. Because when there is a yovel, you're going to need blessing before. So what do you see? That even though the positive says you'll have blessing for three years, I wouldn't do with a yovel. Oh, that's not a problem. The positive is talking about most years. So the same way as you're willing to interpret that positive as when it says three years of blessing, it means most years. And it doesn't mean when there's a yovel. So your question on me is that the Chorah comes out according to you on the yovel year. You only got five years to cultivate in the cycle, not six. Because the positive that says six means most years. It's not referring to when the yovel falls out. The same way you're going to explain that's what it means by the blessing, that's also what it means that when it says you cultivate for six years. It means most years you cultivate for six years, except for when there's the oval. So the same way you can interpret it for the case of blessing, you'll inter- I'll interpret it, that's what it means over here as well. So when it says like this, according to your words that you're asking me, does not the positive says for us, it says that on the sixth year there'll be enough grain for three years. When there's a oval, you're going to have to have blessing for more than three years, you're going to need the blessing for four years. The only way you can explain it is that the Pasuk is talking about, you establish the Pasuk is referring to, in, in most of the Shemitah cycles, not when there is a Yovel. When there's Yovel, you can need blessing for four years. So, so therefore my interpretation that year 50 is also considered year one, even though it comes out that cycle specifically, you're only going to have five years of that Shemitah cycle to work the land and not six. The puzzle that says six, he's talking about the rest of the Shemitah cycle, the cycles, not the one where Yovel comes out. There in Achinam, you'll only have five. So that's for you who just pushed back. And therefore, but the Mordor doesn't really reconcile what the Shaila is, but the bottom line is really what it's telling you is the Shaila is predicated on do you count the way Rabbi Yehuda counts? Where therefore the Shemitah will be used, I'm sorry, the Yovel will be looked at the onset of the next cycle, or do you look at it the way the Chachamim look at the way to count Yovel? And then the Yovel is the culmination of the previous cycle. That's going to be dependent on whether wine is allowed to be drunk when you said this Yovel, can I drink wine at when the next Yovel shows up? Well, we passed him by the Chachamim. I know, it's a machlok, it's the Rambam, passed him like a Yehuda. But what do we do today? Because there's no yoga, because we don't live in Eretz Yisrael. There's no yoga. But it does throw everything off in terms of calculation. Yes, the wrong, the big, it comes out big nafkamin is how you count. Like what, what are we supposed to be counting Shemitah? It really depends on how they counted yoga when they did count yoga. The Raman goes through and he calculates from the time they came out of Mitzrayim. Right. But it's all dependent. Are you counting cycles of seven? Are you counting sometimes? You're counting cycles of eight. That makes a big difference in Allah. It's a huge debate. Let's go back to it. Now, Ada Pesach Osu. So we said as follows, we had a machlokas at the end of the Mishnah, this is the Chulu. It says, if you said the girsa of the Ran was not leaf, ad Ad Panei. The person says that I'm not going to drink wine, Ad Panei Pesach. 
Rab Meir said, until the face of Pesach, at Pnei. So Rab Meir learned, Pnei means, until you face the Pesach. The first moment you face the Pesach is the moment, the second before Pesach starts, is at Pnei, which means that comes Pesach, you're allowed to drink wine. Whereas Rabbi Yossi said, no, at Pnei means that there is a moment of Pesach that comes after this moment. Well, that could be any of the moments along the line of Pesach up till the last second of Pesach. But the last second no longer has, no longer facing Pesach. So therefore you cannot drink wine all the way through until the end of Pesach. You cannot, only after Pesach can you start drinking wine. So do we say now, what the one is going to explain here, what is the fundamental machlokas here between Rabbi Meir and Rabbi Yossi? Rabbi Meir holds like this. Rabbi Meir holds that a person does not, when he says something, it's unequivocal. He does not put himself into a situation where there's going to be a suffix. Does it mean this moment? Does it mean that moment? Now, if you learn, there's no, there's no question. There's no question. The first at Panay for sure means, the Panay could be interpreted for sure, the first moment, the last, the, the, the first moment before Pesach is at Panay. Right before Pesach is at Panay. That, that second before Pesach starts, that's for sure Panay. Moving into Pesach, every second moving into Pesach, is this, is this the second before Pesach or is the second after? No. That, there's, there's, that could mean. So Rabbi, Rabbi Meir must hold that a person speaks unequivocally. He doesn't put himself put in a situation of doubt. So therefore the second that for sure means a moment before Pesach, that's the second that he referred to. Whereas Rabbi Yossi says, no, you don't know that that's what he meant. It's not clear. As long as it can be interpreted as Panay, which could be every second of Pesach, could be a second before Pesach, means Pesach still coming after it, and then it goes all the way through the duration. So really what it seems to be a fundamental machlokas over here, do we say a person puts himself into a situation of doubt, which is Rabbi Yossi's opinion, or do we say a person will not put himself in doubt, which is Rabbi Meir's opinion? That seems to be the machlokas if you analyze the machlokas here in Nedorim. So the Memra, what this seems to, to, to be saying, is Rav Meir says the person would not put himself in a situation of suffix, and therefore the moment that everybody agrees is the moment before Pesach, is literally the moment before Pesach starts, because that moment for sure is before. Any other moment subsequent could be the moment before Pesach, to the moment after a Pesach. This is the moment that clearly is the moment before Pesach, and therefore that is the one that he refers to, and comes Pesach, and the Ron actually sweetens it, because the Ron says it, it makes sense, because he wants to be able to drink wine on the Dalek Kosa on Pesach. So that's what he means. That's what they're, they're right. So therefore, it's no Shiloh. That a person does not put himself in a situation. That's Rav Meir. Rav Yosef Savar, no. That a person does put himself into a situation of doubt. And therefore, every moment on Pesach could either be the moment before Pesach, the moment after Pesach, all the way until the last moment of Pesach, which is the moment before Pesach ends, that's when you're not allowed to drink wine. That is the opinion, because Misafek, you have to be concerned that that's the moment that it meant, and therefore you are bound the whole Pesach not to drink wine. So Mar is going to say that this Machlokas here in the Dorim, if the fundamental understanding of Machlokas is that a mayor holds, a person won't put himself in the situation of Suffolk, and therefore it's only what means unequivocally, there's no Shiloh that that's what it meant, and that's what he meant, or could it be as long as there is an angle that it could have meant something uh, additional so then you have to worry about all those things and therefore it puts them to suffix. If that's the machlokus of Meir of Yossi, we have a huge, huge machlokus. Uh, we have a huge, huge contradiction 
from a Machlokas Rabbi Meir Rabbi Yossi in Masechus Kedushin. What's the case of Masechus Kedushin? Let's speak it out and we'll read inside. Case is like this. Far, a man marries two women. Alright? He's got a younger wife and he's got an older wife and the older wife gives him two daughters and the younger wife gives him two daughters. So the older wife's daughters are older, both of them are older, than the younger wife's daughters. So the two daughters of the older wife are both older than the two daughters of the younger wife. This guy goes away, right? And he comes back and said, Mazel Tov, I accepted Kedushin for my older daughter. And they question him and says, which is your order, older daughter? And he now has a brain freeze. He says, you know, I don't remember who I was referring to when I accepted Kedushin for my older daughter. So what's going to be the halacha? So the Gemara says like this, is that Rabbi Yossi says that there's no question, is that the older daughter is, in order that he meant it, that he's not going to put himself in any problems, refers to the oldest of the older wife. From the four daughters, it's the oldest of all four, that the oldest of all, that's what older means. If you're, because of, right, why? Because the Chari, you wouldn't put yourself in such a doubt. Rabbi Yossi says that? Yeah, says that over there. And Rav Meir says, one second, older could either mean the oldest is the oldest of all of them, even the youngest of the oldest is still older than both of the younger ones, and the, and the older of the younger one is still called older, because she's older, so, yeah. says, so therefore all three of them are going to need a get, Mustafa. The only one that doesn't need the get is the younger of the youngest. The problem is the fundamental machlokas over there is contradicting, it's the opposite of the fundamental machlokas over here. That is the Gemara's question. So Gemara says as follows, but I mean, I'm going to ask you a contradiction. Person had two groups of daughters. From two wives, an older wife and a younger wife, older daughters, younger daughters. Vamrak, he dies, his beat, the Agdola comes back and he says, I'm the Makabal Kedushin for my daughter, the Gedola. Vayner, again, he doesn't remember anymore, in Gedola, she Gedola, did he mean the oldest of the older group? Or in Gedola, she or did he mean the older of the younger group? Or in Ketana, she Gedola, or maybe the younger of the older group, she Gedola, and Agdola, she who's older than both the younger, than both the, 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 the daughters of the younger group. So, Kula Nasurois, all of them are also the Girsa, the Bacha, the Yachutzmen Aktana. They're all also except for the youngest of the Shabbatanas of the younger group. Dear Rabbi Meir. Because Rabbi Meir says you have to be concerned that when he said Gedola, he meant any one of those three could be Gedolos in some fashion or another. And therefore that suffix also is all three. Rabbi Yossi, Omer, Kulan, Mutarais, Chutzmen, Agdolos, Begdolos. They are all Mutter, the only one we say Gedola references is which one? The oldest of the older group. That's what it refers to. So the Chayra, you have here a very difficult um, contradiction. So now, Amar Rabbi Chanin Abdim, he says the strength of this contradiction can only mean one thing. That Amar Rav, Mukhlev that one of the versions got it wrong. 
and the Ron learns the one in Nadorim is being switched around. The one in Nadorim is the one that's being switched around, which means that you have to switch around. What we just said, it's in the case of the Nadorim, when you said a Nedor, I'm not going to drink wine until Pesach. Rav Meir is the one that you have to worry about every moment through Pesach. And Rav Yossi is the one that says, no, it's all clear cut. And therefore that lines up then with Meseches Kedushin. Alright? So he says, uh, the Muchlevez Ashita. The Hatanya over here is not asking a question, but it's asking to be Nechusa. It's saying is, and that is what we learned in the Brysa. We have a Brysa that supports. Don't think it's just pulling it out of the air, but actually the Brysa supports what we just said, that you re-edit it and you switch it around. Why? Because it says as follows. Zaklau. The Brysa says, this is the rule. Koshes mana kavua. Anytime you have an event, which is a fixed event, Right, it has a fixed starting point and has a fixed ending point. For Amar Ad, right, and he said that I'm making an editor Ad, or he said Ad Pene, right? I'm saying I think it goes together. Uh, the girsa here of the dollar should be not Ad Lifne, but it should say Ad Pene, I believe. Is that the right girsa? Ad Lifne. Uh, to keep it consistent with the way the Ron learned the sugya over here, I think it means ad penei. All right. So he said that he said ad penei. Rav Meir Omer ad that the whole time period is Osir because every moment, every moment of that time period is penei. It faces the moment after it, which is the, it, it's still, it's still, it's, let's say, the case of Pesach. It's still Pesach, right? Rabbi Yossi Omer Ad He says, no, if you said penei, penei is the first moment of, which means as soon as it arrives, as soon as Pesach arrives, in our case, that would be when you can start drinking wine. So you see from the Brysa that the, actually, the cheetahs in the Dorim have been switched around Right. Now, normally you wouldn't switch around a Mishnah for a Brysa, but since the Brysa in Kedushin lines up with the fundamental understanding with the Brysa, so therefore then we switch around the Mishnah here in Nadorim. That's the way the Ran explains it. There is an interesting Machlokas here in how to pask in the Halacha. Why? Because usually when we have Machlokas of Meir and Rav Yossi, the Halacha follows Rav Yossi. Now, if you just looked at the way the Gemara uh, we just concluded here, so then what would the halacha be? If you made a neder not to drink wine, right, or the case of the situation of the daughters, it goes by the statement which is unequivocal. We don't put yourself in a situation of doubt. Follows Rav Yossi in both the cases. And the, we usually follow Rav Meir? Rav Yossi. In a Mephosa Meir, Rav Yossi. Now, the, and, and that's talking how the Rambam Paskins. That is how the Rambam Paskins. Now, the only problem is that uh, in the Meseches Kedushin, the Gemara raises the following question. And the Gemara doesn't answer like it does in the Durham. The Gemara makes a distinction between whether it's for marriage and it's for neder, which means it doesn't flip around. Now, if it doesn't flip around, and you have to paskin like Rabiosi, then you're going to come out with a different sock. Right? It's, you clearly understand that, right? So he says, and that actually is the Ramban. Right? He passed so the Ramban in, does not switch them. He does not switch it around. Rule one way, 
Then there you rule a different way. Right, and there's a reason for... Why they swap. Yes, and the one over there. And that's, and that's the Maklobos between the Rambam and the Ramban. How to... Take a look at the Ramban. How to... Uh, exp, uh, to how to Paskin. Because the question is, do you go with the outcome of the Masechus Madonna where you flip it around? Or do you go with the outcome and condition when it's not flipped around? That's the Maklobos on the Ramban. Let's go by to Okay. Zog Mishnah. Now... What we just left off is Pesach has got a clear beginning and a clear end. But the one is going to say that something has a clear beginning and a clear end. So then that person, when he says, uh, 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 until it arrives, right, he means that, uh, we said it means until it starts. And until it, until it happens, means when it ends. Because you know you're starting on a certain date in Nissan and you're ending a certain date in Nissan, so we can make the distinction between until it arrives or until it happens. Whereas if you're dealing with something that does not have a set time, right, we're going to see certain the harvest season. The harvest season, depending yearly, could change exactly what the right date starts and what I A person is not going to put himself in a situation when he says until it happens, he means until it ends. Because he doesn't know exactly when it's going to start or when it's going to end. So therefore, if it's a situation where it's uncertain exactly the start and finish day, when he says until it happens, he means only until it starts. He does not mean that you have to wait until it ends. So unlike Pesach, where it's clear when it starts and when it ends, we make a distinction when he says, Ad sheyagiyah, until it happens, until it starts, I understand. And until it happens, when it finishes. But you're not going to make that same distinction, distinction on when you have a period of time which is not clear when it's going to start and end. It could change every year. So even when he says until it happens, he means when it starts. That's what the point's going to make here. So Zav Deleka Mishnah. Ada Kotzer. Kotzer is the harvest of wheat, uh, of grain. Ada Botzer, it's the harvest of grapes. Ada Masik is the harvest of olives. Eina Oser Ela Ad Sheyagio. That is Oser until it starts, right? Even when you said, that's around the question. Even when you say, until it happens, it doesn't mean that it has to completely happen like Pesach, because these are uncertain periods. So even when you say, until it happens, you only meant until it starts, not until it ends. This is the rule. We quoted this before. That anything that has a specific set time, annually it has an exact time, if he says there that's says until it should happen, so then you say mean until it concludes. Because you know when it starts, you know when it happens. So if you meant until it starts, you would say Achagia. You said Achagia until it happens, you mean until it concludes. But but something that does not have a set time. Bain Amar then it makes no difference. If it does not have a set time of start and end, so whether you said until it happens, or Bain Amar or when it says until it arrives, in both scenarios, what do you mean? Only until it starts. You don't mean it has to be until it ends. Now, an example of that is the Kayat. Now, so we use the word Kayat. The, from the from from that summer, but Kayat actually refers to the harvesting of the. Figs. 
Now it actually could mean because they used to cut them open and let them dry out in the summer. That's why it could be referred to it as kais of summer. But kais means the harvest of figs. Now harvest of figs also was like the other harvest that it's not clear when it exactly is going to start or when it's going to end because it really depends on the season and the heat of the season. So therefore, adakayit. If someone said adakayit, ad sheyehei kayakayit. Uh, or he said, whether he said, until the kites, until the kites will be, he means he's only asking himself, let's say, to drink wine until the harvest starts. What's the sign that the harvest has started? They've started putting the figs in the baskets. When they've started putting the figs in the baskets, that is what he was referencing, whether he said ad and chiagi until it arrives, or even when he said until it happens, he doesn't mean until the end of the fig harvest, he means until it begins. However, if he said explicitly ad or hakayets, if he said until the kayets, the fig harvest is over, then there's no two ways about it. He's going to have to stop drinking. He's not allowed to drink wine until it's over. What is the sign that the fig harvest is over? Until they fold away the knives. Now, these are not knives that they used to cut the figs. The figs they used to pick by hand. But they used to press the figs into discs, into circular shape, and they used to cut them so that they could put them together. They used to store them as easy for storage and sale. So they used to have these knives they used to trim. So obviously when they put them away, that means they're not doing it anymore. That means the harvest of the figs are over. So when they fold up the knives, that's when it's over. So it comes out by figs. It says, if you say, or doesn't matter. It means the beginning. <coughs> then you have to wait until they put away the knives before you can start drinking wine. Exactly. So Tanu Lindon Bryce, and the statement over here is going to be very difficult to understand. Statement says, Kalkala Sha'amru, that said that if you, if it was, if you said, I'm not going to drink wine, Adakayit, so therefore it says that you can drink wine until they start putting it in the baskets. Now, it never talked about what fruit we're talking about. We assumed Kayit means the harvest of figs. So the tithe the Brizer says, It's only at the start of the season of putting the figs in the baskets, but we're not talking about putting grapes in the baskets. So Gemara says, like the, 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 the Chayra, so I mean, it's telling you it means the harvest of, of, we're talking about the harvest of the figs and not the harvest of grapes. That's what we're referencing. So Gemara says, the, the, so the, the, the Mephorian said, it's Pashat. And wh- wh- why would you think, the guy said, Adakayitz, which is the fig harvest, he's referencing that putting grapes in the baskets. We'll see in a moment that the first Tzion gives an answer to this. Let's see for a second what he holds. Tanya will learn in a brisa. Hanodermi peros Now this wasn't he said adakait. He said, I am making a nether from fruits that are picked. Kites usually means the picking, right? And we said usually I identify kites, identify picking of, of, of figs. But he said that, uh, that, that the fruits of, that are picked, I'm not going to eat. So, ain't oser elabit to ainim. So the Tanakhama says, we understand, kayets, when you use the expression kayets, and it's hand-picked, hand-picked fruits almost always refer to specifically figs. Rav Shimon Gamliel Oimer, anovim bechlal to ainim. No, it doesn't only include, uh, mean figs, but it also includes grapes. Even though predominantly grapes were picked with a special tool, they were not picked by hand. However, my time of the Tanakhama, what's the reason of the Tanakhama? Because he says that figs were picked 
by hand, and therefore he talks about that's called kite is hand picked, and therefore another lomikatsam generally uh, grapes are not picked by hand. So when he said uh, uh, I'm making a letter from those things that are picked. Here's a hand picked is referring to figs and not grapes. I so that's the case. What's the chat and Rav Shimon Gamliel? Shamgomasabar because there are times when grapes are hand picked as well. When is that? Okay, he says Nami Kimiradadon when the grapes would be on the tree for a certain amount of time and the stems would dry out. So then you did not have to use a tool anymore. You could hand pick them, and therefore since there is a possibility of sometimes being able to pick. Grapes handpicked. So if you said fruits that are handpicked, it includes grapes as well. Now, so therefore, because of the other, sometimes they are grapes. Now, therefore, now it goes back to understand. So that's why you had to tell me that if a person said adakayit, you know, it's until the figs are put in the basket, what's the chiddush? Of course, it means figs. No, because since there is a shita that if you say figs that are nor- uh, uh, fruit that are normally picked by hand could include grapes. Maybe when he said adakayit, he's referring to Grapes as well. That's what I'm telling you. No, that's for sure. If you say adakayas, the expression adakayas is for sure figs. Fruit that are figs, that could might, according to Shem might include grapes, but not the expression kites. Jim, we'll stop over here.